Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Holy Ghost feet and fire baptized. Hey, Auntie, I love you. Can you make me a pound cake? I'm going to act like your spoiled niece this morning. Can you make me a pound cake, please? <laughs> Good morning. Whenever you want to, I ain't going to be pushy. Whenever you feel like it. I just need, it was the best thing with my coffee. <laughs> we were talking about it. Jamar brought it up at the radio station. He was like, yo, I made bell cake one time. And I thought I lost it. And I was like, yeah, sounds about right. Hey, Tammy. Hey, Brown. So y'all saw y'all I'm on Instagram I'm talking to my aunt. Uh, acting like her uh, spoiled niece. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Ink for Life said, uh okay good she said okay i know well i'm going to meredith's well we'll talk uh somebody said can can you make all of us a pound cake so i'm on instagram can i get you to make me a pound cake please ma'am uh she is man i'm not gonna even start crying i'll be crying about her in a minute um she has just through every phase of my life uh, I just love her with everything in me. Uh, when I was at my worst, when I was at my best, she's just always been there. She's that surrogate mother. That's why I always say you have to have a tribe of people. And it took a tribe of people to raise Lakeisha. <laughs> it took a tribe of people to raise Lakeisha. I couldn't, my mom couldn't handle me by herself. She needed a tribe of us. And so she just queen in my book. I miss her, my aunt Donna, I mean, you just have to know. You have to know the relationships between me and my aunt. She used to, we used to get on the bus and go downtown and eat chili spaghetti and just all these other significant moments. She's the reason I love karate movies. <laughs> so she's just really dope. Um, good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am listening to Holy Ghost Girl by Canton Jones. Um, such a, it's, it's one of those um, songs I used to listen to it back in the, the day. It's on his old CD access, granted. And sometimes the Lord will bring something back up in your spirit and you won't understand why. And so I went back and listened to all the words in the song and I was like, I understand what he was saying about having a Holy Ghost Girl or someone who was saved, sanctified, uh, Holy Ghost filled, and fire baptized. And now I get it. Like now I'm like, okay, all of this makes sense. Well, welcome back to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. This is your girl, LMJ. And if this is your first time logging on, nope, you're not here by mistake. I am so grateful for just who God is and what God has been doing with us through this ministry. I am um, just satisfied right now in life. And it doesn't mean everything has worked out perfectly in my life, but I'm just so satisfied, satisfied with God um, I, that I begin to understand what it means that I don't need all these external things. I need him more than I need anything. A um, couple of announcements. No Bible study tomorrow night. No Bible study tomorrow night. 
uh, <laughs> just I'm, I'm going to obey the Holy Spirit. So nobody Bible study tomorrow night. We will be back the following Tuesday. We'll send out an email announcement. Um, I love you guys, but it's it's important for me to obey him more than it is anything else. So I'll see you guys back next Tuesday. We're still in the heart of a servant. The next book that we're going to is The Power of Words next. So no Bible study next Tuesday. Uh, we have one more Feed the Streets for the summer coming up. That's August the 3rd. If you know a family or someone who needs a meal, please get connected. Uh, the last time we did Feed the Streets, and thank you for those of y'all that have been sewing. Uh, the last time we did Feed the Streets, I met a young lady. I thought she had four kids, but she contacted me. I gave her my telephone number. I was like, here, get my number. Um, get my number and then just keep in contact with me. And she texted me Saturday and was like, my phone has been off. And I was like, you good? You, sis, you need anything? And <laughs> I'm just telling you this because you'll think something is not significant. You'll think a, a dollar seed you sow is not significant. You'll think something you do is not significant. And she was like, um, um, toiletries. And she gave me the list of toiletries and she says socks. And I was like, socks. Like, I just kept thinking socks, right? And I'm like, socks, how significant or what's the importance of this, these socks, you know? And so the Lord had told me a while back that socks were important to homeless individuals. He has said that to me. Well, I never thought about keeping or getting children's socks. And so she gives me six, the sizes of all her kids. She actually has five kids, not four kids. They are living in the shelter um, and she's explaining the process of what she's been through. Um, it was very hard for me to leave her behind at the shelter. Um, and so I take her the stuff and she texts me back and she's like, I'm just so grateful. And I'm like, um, I get this. And I was like, Lord, what is the the thing about these socks? And when I showed up, all the kids was like, man, socks. And I was like, socks. And the Lord was like, it's the little things that you will think are not significant at all. <laughs> the little things that you think don't matter at all is the little things that you take for granted. It's the little things that may not mean anything to you that would possibly mean everything to someone else. And I'm like, socks, socks, like socks. I don't even wear socks. And that's what I was thinking when I bought them. I don't, unless I have to, I don't even own socks. So I wear Josiah or Judah's socks because I don't like socks. And I'm like, socks. I don't even own, I don't even care. I don't even know how to really buy socks, like socks. And I was like, Lord, what we do, you started giving me the wisdom of the Holy Spirit way back and being uh, submissive to you and hearing you and listening to you is more important than absolutely anything that I thought because here it is, some socks made the difference in someone else's life. And so thank you for those of y'all who have been sewing. Thank, for, thank you for those of y'all that will continue to sew. I told uh, my prayer partner, I told my girl, 
uh saturday i was like if i had a thousand people we have a thousand people a day give one dollar uh we can make impact uh it was very hard for me to leave her behind because i'm like i'm going home and i get to go home and i got my own running water and her kids were like not real clean and she you could tell she was trying to straighten herself up and fix herself up for me and i'm like i get to go home and I get to take a shower and I get to wash my hair and I get to lay in my bed and I'm leaving this woman behind. And so I know without a doubt, God is gonna give us the resources because our heart is right so that we can provide temporary housing and shelter and sustainable living for those that are in this type of situation. You could tell she was doing the best with everything she had. So I just needed to share that with you. I just need to share that with you. And then I have, I, I got some other tests testimonies because I feel like testifying is going to make a difference, but I want to get in the word today. Um, one of my friends who's been in longstanding, I'm going to give you the full testimony shortly, but one of my friends who's been in longstanding of a house is about to be blessed with her first house, the house she's been praying for, the house she's been believing God for. So I, I started, man, when she texted me yesterday, I just thought her faithfulness, and it ain't that she's been perfect, but her faithfulness is paying off for her. Man, she called me and she's like, and it was like, she was like, just messed up. She was, it was just amazing the way she shared it. And when she shared it with me or how she came into this house. So I can't wait. Another person that's a that's associated with my Bible study, another friend of mine, she just got blessed with another raise. She's had like three or four, two, three, four raise or promotion in a matter of six months. So another friend of mine, he texted me and told me he had a 35% increase. Remember, we prayed for promotion and increase. The things we've been praying are manifesting. Uh, he got uh he texted and he told me he got a 35% increase, a 35% raise so that they would keep him. You know what I'm saying? That they would keep him. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> these things are manifesting. Another person, another sister of mine, all the way out in San Diego, the day I prayed for equipment. And this is all going to add up in a second. The, the day I prayed for equipment, God blessed her with the equipment that she needed for her ministry. Uh, and so I'm watching the hand of God. I'm watching every time um, the Holy Spirit gives a word that it's manifesting. That's what's supposed to follow. If the Holy Spirit is present, miracle signs and wonders are supposed to follow. It's supposed to follow. It's supposed to mean absolutely something. Um, Jenny Dees, thank you for that. I'm so glad you shared that woman of God. When you were stationed in Hawaii, socks can provide cushion for someone who is on their feet all day. I didn't get that. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ponchos, jars of hope, mason jars filled with travel size toiletries. Yeah, I found out too, uh, pump soap is better for them than carrying bar soap. So anything, Jenny, that you have wisdom on or anything that you've seen, uh, please ca uh, call me. We, my husband and I fed years ago. So back out here in the streets, any wisdom you have, share it with me, please. So I'm seeing the manifestation of the prayers and the things that the Lord has been speaking to me to speak to you guys manifest on a continuous basis. And for some of y'all, it may seem slow, but it's not slow. And for some of y'all, it's just becoming a little bit more sensitive. 
nobody can say no when God is on the scene. I can't wait to share with y'all the full testimony of this house situation because it wasn't because our finances were perfect. It wasn't because her credit was perfect. It was because of her faithfulness. And she probably thought her faithfulness wasn't significant or she probably thought that the things that she has been going through, um, especially the pressure moments weren't important. But the funny thing is the Holy Spirit has been just moving her right along into a position of increase. And even when it's gotten, um, oh, when it's gotten overwhelmed, when it's gotten consuming for her, she'll get her butt right back up and press into the things of God. And I'm like, your faithfulness, your faith in God, that's what faithfulness is, your faith in God, your trust for God, even when your circumstances or situations was telling you not to trust for God, produce the result, woman of God, and God came right in and did that miracle. So I am super super excited just to get every testimony um if you haven't been tapping into the launch pad somebody texted me the other day and told me the wisdom that i gave them for children's ministry they implemented it their partner was surprised surprised and god just moved for them to be able to be effective and minister to the children that god has called them to the holy spirit has the witness for everything we need so let's pray today i want to show you something in the word we're still in this grave Robert series of I'm seeing where God is ending and going with this. I'm watching God. I'm watching God. And he gave me a reflection of something. I couldn't figure out why he didn't allow me to teach the end of something, but he's going to allow me to teach the end of it later. So I'm just, um, I'm watching God and I'm going to show you something today that hopefully is going to bless you. And we'll just kind of keep into this part of this series this week. Um, I taught something a while back. It was called the Holy Ghost don't need no help. <laughs> and I'm understanding more and more why the Holy, those, the Holy Ghost don't need help. So let's pray and let's get started for today. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your word. I thank you for your people, my God. I thank you for every person that you have drawn to this devotional today, Father God. I thank you that they're, they've come from the north, the south, the east, and the west, from other cities, from other states, and other countries, Lord God. Drawn to your marvelous light, drawn to your word, drawn to your glory, drawn to your peace, drawn to your love, my God. Father, you said for those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, come on, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that they're thirsty and that you're filling up their my, 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 my. I thank you, Father God, that they're thirsty and that you're filling up their cup. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost on this devotional. I thank you, Father God, for a fresh word, a revelation, a word of revelation, Father God, where, which in which we will grow in knowledge and wisdom and in truth. I thank you, Father God, you are moving throughout our life swiftly, quickly. You are leaving us lacking absolutely nothing. Father God, I thank you. Our prayers are being heard. I thank you, Father God, for the ministry of reconciliation, Lord God, that even when we don't get it all right, Lord God, that you are orchestrating, putting us together and pulling us right back on. I thank you, Father God, you will follow and pursue one sheep, my God. I thank you for the presence of the Holy Ghost. I thank you for power, protection, wisdom, knowledge. I plead the blood of Jesus over this devotional that there'll be no demonic attack, that there'll be no interruption. I thank you, Father God. Now let my lips, the words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight and Holy Spirit go do what only you can do. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Shamika, good morning. I see y'all logging in. Um, 
So I want to, um, I need to show you something because God showed me something very significant. Uh, remember, we're still in John 5. I told you we're not going to eat scripture and rush fast because when we eat and we rush fast, we miss God trying to show us something. So I would rather take my time and go through this together versus us rushing uh, when we rush. The other day I talked about temptation and Christ being tempted and him being filled, filled with the word. And we're always like, that's Christ, right? But the minute we accepted Jesus Christ into our life, we became joint heirs. It gave us the same freedoms, the privileges, Christ. As a matter of fact, Christ said, greater works, right? Well, you go do greater. You go, you're going to go do even greater than I'm supposed to do. So I want to back up. We're going into John 5. We're back into John 5. Remember, we've encountered Jesus. He's at the pool of Bethesda and God, he's healed the lame man. He's told, uh, he's told him to stand up, pick up his mat. Uh, he's the lame man gets up. We talked about his muscles being atrophy. We talked about all these different things. The lame man gets up. He takes his mat. We know that the, the people that are there have disappeared in the crowd. Um, and Jesus found them in the temple and told him, he said, now they're asking, what are you doing? Uh, Jesus tells him, stop sinning, right? Stop sinning or something even worse to happen. So he identifies there's some presence of sin in this man's life, and he brings this up for a reason, right? The man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus that healed him. So the Jewish leaders began to harass Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. And Jesus replied, my father is always working. And so am I. And that word right there has been a revelation to me, even on Saturday when I was going to be off, and this woman contacted me, and the Lord told me, my God, that's a word for someone. Get in position. My God, that's a word for somebody. Get in position. Like really, really, really get in position. Um, when when he said, my father is always working. And so am I. And since I've read that, the Lord has just been dealing with me about being in position. And I understand my energy levels and I understand my desire for people. I understand my desire to teach the word. I understand why I'm never tired teaching the word. Right. Like I get it. It's about being in position. So the Jewish leaders tried all the harder to find a way to kill, kill him. For he not only broke the Sabbath, he called God his father, thereby, thereby making himself equal with God. So Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son does. For the father loves the son and shows him everything he is doing. In fact, the father will show him how to do even greater works than healing this man. Then you will truly be astonished. For just as the father gives life to those he raises from the dead, so the son gives life to anyone he wants. In addition, the father judges no one. Instead, he has given the son absolute authority to judge so that everyone will honor the son just as the honor of the father. Anyone who does not honor the son is certainly not honoring the father who sent them. This is what I want you to focus on today. It says, I tell you the truth, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they already passed from death into life. And I assure you that the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now when the dead will hear my voice, the voice of the son of God and those who listen 
will live. We got to ask ourselves, what are we listening to? Who are we listening to? What is Jesus talking about in this context? Context: The father has life in himself and he has granted the same life giving power to his son. And he has given him authority to judge everyone because he is the son of man. Don't be surprised, so surprised. Indeed, the time is coming when all the dead in their graves will hear the voice of God's son and they will rise again. I want you to pinpoint that start asterisk circle because we're going to come back to that a little bit later in this series he says those who have done good will rise to experience eternal life and those who have continued in evil will rise to experience judgment i can do nothing on my own i judge as god tells me therefore my judgment is just because i carry out the will of the one who sent me not my own will Mm. <laughs> so he says if i were to testify on my behalf my testimony would not be valid but someone else is also testifying about me and i assure you that everything he says about me is true in fact you sent investigators to listen to john the baptist and his testimony about me was true of course i have no need l l listen here i have no need of human witnesses but I say these things so you might be saved. John was like a burning and shining lamp and you were excited for a while. You were excited for a while about his message. You were excited about what John had to say. You received it in truth until it started requiring more of you. You were excited about his message, but I have a greater witness than John. John, John, my teachings and my miracles. The father gave me these works to accomplish and they proved that he sent me. And the father who sent me has testified about me myself. You have never heard his voice or seen him face to face and you do not have his message in your heart because you do not believe me the one who sent you you search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life but the scriptures point to me yet you refuse to come to me to receive this life your approval means nothing to me because i know you don't have god's love within you for i've come to you in my father's name and you have rejected me yet if others come and their own name you get gladly welcome them i no, no wonder you can't believe for you gladly honor each other but you don't care about the honor that comes from the one alone is god so meditate on this these are the key things we need to go because we're getting ready to shift my god come on jenny d's she's picking it up she's picking it up my god i need you to shift i need you to shift and understand what he's saying here he has said to them, and this is the thing that I began to ask God or that the Holy Spirit began to prompt me to look at. I said, Father, why is it that they knew the scriptures? Uh, they knew what Isaiah proclaimed and said about Jesus. Um, why is it every time someone encountered him, they did not recognize or realize who he was? And the Lord began to show me their absence in the holy spirit he says the only reason you can't receive revelation is because that's an area in your life in which you're not allowing the holy spirit to work it's a dead place in the holy spirit as a matter of fact you're probably grieving the holy spirit in so many ways because we don't want to walk into the truth in this situation i need you to understand something today your flesh your carnal self is not interested at all as a matter of fact enmity is the word that we're going to look at and use and i've talked about that before as a matter of fact it's in enmity 
with your carnal self is in enmity a life of the flesh is in enmity against the holy spirit which means it's totally against the holy spirit your flesh is not interested in you tapping into the holy spirit to get revelation the only reason they did not know who jesus was god was because they didn't recognize the holy spirit they weren't yielding to the holy spirit they weren't sensitive to the holy spirit and we think that the holy spirit only got here we think that the Holy Spirit only came, right? That he came uh, long ago, but the Holy Spirit has actually been here since the, the beginning. And Genesis 1 and 12 says, uh, I love Genesis 1 and 2 says, the earth was without form and void and the spirit of God moved over the faces of water. So the Holy Spirit has actually been here since the very beginning. The reason that they couldn't recognize or receive Christ is because they weren't sensitive enough or um, in tune to the Holy Spirit. And so this morning I had to get on my face before God. I had to begin to repent. I had to begin to repent for every time I had quenched the Holy Spirit, every time he had tried to lead me. The reason Jesus is saying to them, because the, the scriptures, you're looking to a book, you're looking to the scriptures, you're looking to men to prove to you the case of Christ and you won't listen to me. What he was saying to them is you absent of the spirit. And the reason that you're not able to receive these things or the reason that you keep accusing me or the reason that you can't believe that I'm the son of God is because there ain't no Holy Spirit in you. And so a lot of times we won't tap into the fullness of what we need to, to, to tap into because the Holy Spirit is absent in that area in our life. The Holy Spirit has been on the earth. Once you accept Christ in your life, you become filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not just what happens in Acts. It's the minute that you accept Christ in your life that the infilling of the Holy Spirit comes and the evidence is in that in that as when Jesus is speaking, John 16, 17, 7 says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it's expedient or necessary for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world. See, this is why he rejected Peter. This is why he rejected Peter, because he knew Peter wasn't full of the Holy Spirit or wasn't full of the Spirit when he was talking to him. Because had he been full with the Spirit, he would not have said or tried to tell him, no, Lord, they can't persecute you. They can't kill you. That's why he was able to call Peter out when Peter was like, I'm, I'm going with you to the end. And he said before the cop crock crows three times, Peter, you're going to deny me. Why? Because Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit. So. He says, and when he has come, he will reprove the world, the work of the Holy Spirit in the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin, because they believe not on me of righteousness, because I go to my father and you see me no more of judgment because the prince of the world is, ju is judged. And because we don't recognize or receive what we're looking for, it's an absence of the Holy Spirit. It's not about how wise, this is the thing that I love, that I, 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 I know you got to go back and look at the case of Christ. You got to look at what we've seen. Everybody that has received him and received their healing and received their miracles were people that were in their worst state and something was drawing. Something was drawing them to the place. The woman at the well was drawn there. Remember I said that? The man at the pool, but that's 
yet Christ was drawn to him. There is something about the anointing. Come on. There is something about the anointing that will draw you to the right place at the right time for your miracle to happen, for what you need to occur in Christ. But there has to be a sensitivity. There has to be a open, open door. I don't know if the pool, man at the pool of Bethesda said, I ain't been doing this right. I've been laying here 38 years. I don't know if this was the moment in which he said, you know what? I've tried this on my own. This isn't going to work anymore like this. But I know the only way he was able to receive his healing is that he was open to the Holy Spirit and to be able to receive that by faith, right? Because we can go into the Testament when the others were trying to cast demons out of man and they were like, why didn't it work when we tried to cast it out of him? And he was, Jesus was like, you ain't got no faith. <laughs> you ain't got no faith in what you're saying. You ain't got no faith in Jesus' name. You ain't got no faith. And so I need you to understand that we have to understand the truth concerning the Holy Spirit. He is the very breath of the church. Um, where the spirit of God is, there is power. If the spirit be withdrawn, my God, then the vitality of godliness begins to climb, decline. Where there is no spirit in your life, there is death. There, I, can't, I can't say this any kind of way. And this is not where you have to, this is not about you being perfect. You just got to receive this by faith. You just got to understand and know that without a doubt, this is a part of your benefit package. So the Holy Spirit has been here since the very beginning. And the New Testament, what we've been watching is a close relationship between the Holy Spirit and Jesus during his earthly ministry. If you look at Gospels, if you look at Matthew, he was conceived and born in the Holy Spirit. The, Mary, this unimaginable thing happens to Mary because he was conceived and born within the Holy Spirit. So we, you, 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 we're going to walk through this. We're going to track over into Romans and start in Romans and talk about living a life by the Spirit. I think this is where we, I not think, I know if the Holy Ghost is leading us this way is because we don't understand how the Holy Spirit works and people have made it so taboo and people has, have scared us about the Holy Spirit and people have not, um, have not bore, bear witness to the Holy Spirit. I'm going to say this again. The Holy Spirit is ant the, your flesh, your carnal self is anti the Holy Spirit. That's why we'll reject truth. That's why we'll reject friends who want to bring us in truth. Uh, we'll say, I oh, don't agree with my spirit, right? It don't agree with my spirit. Well, it don't agree with your spirit. It may not agree with your flesh because your flesh likes to keep you in fleshly things. Your flesh is in tune to this world. Your flesh is in tune to this world. Your flesh is in tune to your environment. Your flesh will lie to you. It will deceive you. And it is in enmity. And any place in your life that you are not allowing the spirit to lead you, and I'm going to back this up in scripture, it's a dead spot in your life. It's a dead spot. Any place that you want to allow the spirit to lead you, it's a dead spot. The, the Holy Spirit desires, he wants to. Go back to John 16, 7, 11. It says, and when he has come, he will address the world of the Holy Spirit in the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment, of sin because they believe not of me. Now, I need to share something with you. This is not about you leading a perfect life. As a matter of fact, this is about you making more a case for Christ, my God. And you saying, I don't have enough. When you see Rahab and when you see Peter and when you see what happens for Ruth and when you see what happens for Esther, all things led by the Holy Spirit, they are the least likely people, but they empty themselves out. 
They emptied themselves out so the Holy Spirit can fill them up. They realized they can't do what they need to do next. And then God honors their request, bless them, but they entered, they're not perfect. He uses, Rahab was a prostitute. I was about to say something else. Peter, he uses the least likely, but it's at the place that you will empty yourself out that he can begin to fill you up and meet your needs and that the promises of God is yes and amen. That's why you got to get more word in you. That's why you got to get the Holy Spirit does not, I mean, the enemy does not want you to attach to any truth in the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said, you look for me in just the scriptures. And you, you count on just the scriptures, but what if I need to bear witness to you? And I want you to feel free to share and drop in the comments your own moments of being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. It may not have been the word, but I know the word. And you, you got to be in tune to the Holy Spirit because your flesh will tell you something. Your flesh will lie to you. That's why sometimes when people come tell me the Lord told me something, and I know that's not what the Lord had, the Lord has already bear witness. The Lord has already shown me and he's backed it up in the word. It's because their flesh, my God, their flesh has put them in a position to judge me accordingly to the flesh. When the scripture has told us, don't judge anybody according to the flesh, judge them only according to the spirit. That's why we've been praying Ephesians uh, 1, 15 and 17 for people. That's why I've been praying it over you. So the eyes of your understanding be open to the hope and call so that you don't grieve the Holy Spirit. We will grieve the Holy. He sends signals, warning, warning, warning. He's telling us to move a certain way. He's He's teaching us the things that we need to be thought, taught, but we'll hinder him, we'll grieve him, and we'll push him back because our flesh doesn't agree with it, not our spirit. I always tell you when the spirit is leading to you to do something, and we're going to talk about how the spirit leads you, he's going to always back it up in word. He's always going to all, he's always going to always back it up to word. But this is why Paul said, you got to die daily. <laughs> Yo, you got to die daily. Yep, just your flesh wants what it wants and it'll do whatever it takes to get it. It'll do whatever. It'll lie to you. It'll justify. It'll tell you it don't take all that. And what it's not telling you is, is that it's it's you're dead in that area. It's not allowing the spirit in. It wants you to be dead to that area. It's tricky. Like it's so, it's so, it's so tricky. It's so tricky. It's so ugly. It's so evil. It's so uh, lying to you. It's so putting you in the position so that you won't receive what you need to receive through the Holy Spirit. Do you know um, he grieves, um, he, he knows, he is eternal, he encourages, he gives understanding, he'll give you peace, he'll comfort you, he directs, and he, can, he will pray for you. The scripture says the Holy Spirit will make intercession for you even when you do not know what to say. So that's why he challenged him. I said, Lord, why did he tell them? You don't, you, you, you just trust in the scriptures more than you trust in me. And what Jesus was saying, you'll trust in other things more than you trust in the Holy Spirit. So when people reject you, my God, come on. I think I'm the, I'm not, I'm not the queen of rejection, but I, <laughs> I understand rejection. I understand people who say they love you. They all in for you. They all in for your cause. They going to so, I mean, I understand. So when people reject you, or it seems like people are rejecting you. People aren't rejecting you. They're rejecting 
you the Holy Spirit in you. They're rejecting your life in the Holy Spirit. That's why you can't take that personal or you won't get in position and pray and intercede for the people who reject you or the people who pull away from you or the people who don't honor the God in you. You'll, you'll, you'll get mad and upset, but when the Holy Spirit and the love of God is in you, he'll get you in a position and tell you, don't be mad, don't be evil. Remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. That's a principality working in their life. That's why they're not in line with the word of God. And then he'll prompt you and give you a word to pray. I don't argue. I don't argue with people. I don't get into it with people. I don't. I just don't. I don't even talk to people like I used to talk to people unless the Lord has told me to give a divine word because most people are not ready for the, the honesty and the truth of what the Holy Spirit will have me say. And I don't have time to argue with you because I don't want to pull you. I don't want to pull you more away from God. I've done that in my poor places. Pull people, not pull, but the enemy will use something I said to pull people away from God. So I wait on the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to even share, or I wait to see if something I've shared with a person before, if they've hit, um, if they've yielded to it before I'll share anything else, especially and the Holy Spirit will quicken you. Um, he's not going to have you random and all over the place because he knows a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. So this week, I want you to feel free to share your testimonies. I want you to be free. Feel free to share your testimonies. When you know the Holy Spirit led you to do something, click on a devotional, led you to a particular place and how that you can drop that in your story. Um, because the more we see the evidence of the spirit, the more the flesh in us will begin to grow away from it. Let me get my butt off here. I could talk about the Holy Spirit all day. I could talk about the Holy Spirit all day. So do you see how he's saying, man, you search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life, but the scriptures keep pointing you to me. That's what Jesus was saying. You keep pointing you to the Jesus Christ. Do you see how all of this is working together, how the Holy Spirit is bringing us to a point. If you haven't been watching the Grave Robber series, you need to go back and get it from the beginning. Can I tell you something else? It's not about how wise you are. It's actually about how less you know. It's actually about how less you know. I never get tired of learning in the word. I never grieve the Holy Spirit by thinking I'm in front of the word. I have sat in front of people and they're telling me something that I know. But humility, <laughs> humility, because God has dealt with me about being a know-it-all, humility shuts my mouth up. Humility allows them to pour out because I don't have anything that I need to prove to, to them. That's where wisdom lies. That's where wisdom lies. And sometimes we grieve the Holy Spirit. Every time I come before the word, I am learning to come before the word as I know, as I, as absolutely nothing. As, I, as if I know absolutely nothing. And that's why he'll connect you to the right people. He'll place you in the right church. He'll put you with the right ministry. He'll tell you the right Bible study. He'll give you the things if you let him lead you. But if you allow your flesh to lead you, Holy Spirit is not schizophrenic and he's 100% accurate. He's 100% accurate. He will not 
leave you alone. Paula Williams, you're right. The Norman, you're right. The enemy and his homies sit around listening to you complain and use it against you. I, we've already talked about that before. The devil studies you. He knows every weak place you have, and he's going to prick you until you move according to him and not move according to the Holy Spirit. You got to ask a lot of what this world has been teaching us if it if it it can be backed up in the word. Well, that's it. I am way over time. <laughs> I got to get that back under control. I got that is way. I am way way over time i love y'all so much god is just we're just getting a case for christ we're just getting a case for christ we're understanding more and more what christ means to us i will see you guys back here in the morning we're going to go over into romans 8 you can read it ahead of time if you need to we're going to kind of bounce all over the place so make sure you have pen make sure you have pencil you need something to take your notes so that you can help in these places uh wanted to learn more about god i wanted to come to church because i got out of my comfort zone and showed up that's so good i was declaring and decreeing someone told me they needed the word wanted to learn more about god and wanted to come to church because i got out of my comfort zone and showed up i'm telling you i'm telling you it makes a difference the holy spirit will do exactly what he needs to do for us let's do our bill winston confession when you get outside your comfort zone and make a decision that you're going to serve god with all your heart um uh, it's going to be filled with love. Can I tell y'all something? Anytime I see somebody who's not being gentle or kind or they're browbeating people, anytime I've done it, I get grieved. That's not of the Holy Spirit. Love is always present when God is dealing with you. And even if it's chastisement, you can feel still the love of God. That's why I'm always kind of, when people are posting certain things and being matter of fact and finger pointing, y'all need to get it right. And y'all need it. And it ain't no personal conviction in it. Then I know there's an absence. They may have gotten revelation, but there's an absence of the Holy Spirit. Because can I tell you something? The Holy Spirit will teach you delivery. I'm a living truth. This mouth used to be a hot mess. But when I started submitting it to the word, he started teaching me how to talk to people around me. My, I'm telling you, I've just got some relationships that have changed uh, an intense amount. I'm just telling you, and God gets the glory. Let's do this. I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. I need to tell the Messiah now in Jesus name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted laws, policies, and rules changed and battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why all because of favor, the blessing and favor God is on my life in Jesus name. Every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. That it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are not open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus name. I'm honored by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his eyes. I'm blessed and highly favored. Hey, can we do um, a corporate repentance? <laughs> Let's just repent corporately. I just want to do it. I think it's necessary. Father God, 
Thank you for your word on today. Show us the areas in our lives in which we have been grieving the Holy Spirit. Father God, we repent now, right now, in Jesus' name, for every time we've quenched you, for every time we've grieved you, for every time we've aborted the mission, for every time we've chosen our flesh and this world over you. We just ask, Father God, that you forgive us right now in Jesus' name. Lord God, show us, open the eyes of our heart so that we are enlightened to the hope and call of who you are in Christ Jesus and the greater call on our life. We thank you for the ministry of reconciliation. Lord God, just show us the dead places, the dry places in which we refuse to allow the Holy Spirit in. Holy Spirit, we give you permission to take over our lives, to show us every area of our life that doesn't add up. And then Father, we thank you for the strength and the courage and the ability to make it through in Jesus name. Amen. Where I'm weak, I always ask the Holy Spirit to take over. I'm just telling you, I ask where I am weak, where I'm struggling, where it is not no truth and I struggle. I ask the Holy Spirit all the time. I need your help with this. I can't do this on my own. I didn't used to do that. I used to think it was about more church and more scripture and more devotional, but it was more in that that I began to gain strength. And every time I've asked him that, I promise you, every time I ask you that God is my witness, my life begins to transform. I don't care what it is, sex, drugs, whatever. I don't care if you feel like you got it right. I don't care if you feel like you're going to return to it tomorrow. If you ask the Holy Spirit to help you, I promise you, he will. And if there's anybody on here that has never received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, please connect to us. If you Email us. I will personally lead you through salvation. I promise you I will. I will personally. We can do a personal testimony. If you'll ask the Holy Spirit just to connect with you, he'll show you. My God, he'll show you absolutely everything that he needs to show you. All right. I love y'all. And you folks that thought you were being, I taught on that. It's a little blurb on my thing, the difference between rejected and rejection. I don't know why that just fell in my spirit. For those of y'all, there's a difference between being rejected right? And rejection. And a lot of times we think people are, um, that we're living in a state of being rejected and some, and a no, isn't always the worst thing in our life, a no from God, but also when people pull away from us and people make a decision, I made a post on my page about that too. When people make a decision to walk away, how to make master exits and all of that stuff is important. None of that stuff has to be in strife and all the other things. So just ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom for all your relationships, even in parenting. I'm a much better parent because of the Holy Spirit. I love y'all. See y'all back here in the morning. And I got to cut the devotional down. I love y'all so, so much. Do me a favor. Go be loved today and let somebody experience the love of God. Somebody needs to feel Jesus in you. Someone needs to see Jesus in you. Someone might need a meal. Ask the Holy Spirit, let me be sensitive to you today so that I don't miss any opportunity to be used by you. In Jesus name. Amen. Love y'all so much. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.